I'm sure when Jesus told these parables or taught these parables, it was like a one-shot opportunity. It, it was, in a way, short, sweet, and to the point. And yet, for over 2,000 years, we've tried to plumb the depths of this, and I don't think any of us Bible scholars included have really plumbed the complete, complete, complete depth. All right. Welcome, everyone, to our 39th podcast, Renew Your Mind. Uh, with us today, we have Reverend John Nail, and we have Senior Pastor Paul Grunberg, and myself, Dana Hall, as the moderator. Um, we're going to delve into um, a new topic. We had somebody, uh, one of our listeners, ask the question. Um, they wanted to understand more about parables. And um, the question was, is the parables sound like easy stories, but they don't always understand what that story is trying to tell them. So we're going to have three podcasts. And the first one is going to ask a lot of questions about parables. Um, so I guess I'll just start right off and say, what is a parable? And I can open it up to either Pastor Paul or Reverend Nail to, um, if they want to fight over who wants to answer. Well, a, a parable is simply a short story, uh, a simple story that teaches a religious or a moral truth or a moral lesson. I mean, it tends to be short and sweet and to the point. Um, you have to remember that there were no newspapers, no books, nothing like that. So the person hearing uh, was, had to be attentive. And I'm sure when Jesus told these parables or taught these parables, it was like a one-shot opportunity. Mm. He used uh, things that people could see and certainly relate to. Uh, farming, such as seeds, eating, such as bread, people that they, people didn't like, you mm -hmm. know, not necessarily enemies, but I don't want to have anything to do with him or her. Mm -hmm. And the listeners, if they were religious to the point of interesting, interested in what this rabbi was teaching, there might be some apocalyptic. In other words, where is it going? What is this kingdom? What is this repentance? What is all this that we're hearing Mm -hmm. First from John the Baptist and now from you. And both you and John the Baptist are different from any other people. So that's, it, it was in a way short, sweet, and to the point. Mm -hmm. And yet, for over 2,000 years, we've tried to plumb the depths of this. And I don't think any of us, Bible scholars included, have really plumbed the complete, complete, complete depth. And there are, many, many, many books, treatises, essays about what this or that parable means. And so uh, Jesus taught things. The beauty, especially for religious children, boys, etc., because uh, they 
especially the boys would have gone to Sabbath school and, Mm -hmm. you know, Hebrew school, rabbi stuff. They would learn things and they would really know them. Uh, There's an old game that people used to play at parties. You get six, eight kids around in a circle and one would tell the story, pass it on to the person to his right, the person. And by the time it got back to the thing, it's almost like it was a different story. Mm -hmm. Well, that was not true with Jewish boys. Mm -hmm. They learned stuff and they they knew it. Mm -hmm. Again, because there were no books. Uh, the only book would have been the scrolls that the rabbi had at the synagogue. And, you know, you just didn't take them home. There was no library to take it back home. So uh, they would they would listen and be attentive. And, of course, as Scripture says, Jesus taught as no one else did. And so there was an attentiveness to Jesus that other teachers just didn't possess and, and create. So people were... Mm-hmm. And, his fame began to grow. And so what what does the teacher have to say? What does this new rabbi have to say? He doesn't speak. He doesn't act like the the rabbi in the synagogue or Mm -hmm. our leaders down in Jerusalem. It's interesting. uh, As John is talking, uh, the idea of a parable in a simple phrase, uh, heavenly story, no, an earthly story with a heavenly truth. And, And yet as John is talking, it's not just there's a central truth, but then as John is saying it, you can plumb those babies for a long time. Uh, you know, you start looking at the various characters or various, and character could be people or a physical trait or a piece of land, um, an object. You could begin to plumb those even further and further. And sometimes we, we get so wrapped up into plumbing all of the various parts that we forget that there's generally a central truth, a central moral uh, that Jesus is trying to get across uh, to the people who were talking to him. And uh, again, I love how John brings into our focus how God, Jesus used um, everyday things that those people in that time would easily um, identify with a field, a farmer, uh, those kinds of things. Today, you know, so many of us farm at the grocery store. We don't know what a real farmer does. Mm -hmm. And so uh, maybe we're removing ourselves a little bit further uh, because of just the times. And, um, And again, John is right on, you know, people remember stories. Uh, people remember jokes, knock, knock, you know, who's there, you know, so we, we do these jokes and jokes perpetuate themselves because they're easily remember, uh, you can easily remember them and share them. Uh, so that's really cool how Jesus uses these parables to tell, uh, a heavenly truth using earthly objects. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think it's, uh, more difficult for us in today's times to understand a parable because we don't understand the culture um, that was in Jesus's time. I mean, do you think, do you think we, as the average person, you know, sitting in the pew, hears the parable, do they really understand, you know, what Jesus is trying to tell um, him or her? Well, I, I think, you have a good point because if you were to read 
the story of the Good Samaritan, the person in the pew, what's a Samaritan? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. whoever the preacher, pastor, teacher was, he would have to A, tell what a Samaritan is or change the scripture, not its import, but the characters in it to someone that, ugh, I, 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 mm -hmm. he or she, mm -mm, no, no, no. And yet there are some parts that even telling it, quote, directly out of the Bible, the man or woman in the pew would say, oh yeah, you know, why did he cross the street and not help this poor man that had been beaten? Why did the second guy do this and cross it? I know people, you mm -hmm. know, that was a, it's that religious authority, you know, and, and, and wherever they're coming from, he would do that. Uh, but Paul has a good point. I mean, how many people today have seen a cow? You know, they, they, mm -hmm. you know, milk comes from that carton or that gallon, you know, to go yeah. to a farm. Uh, how many have seen mother or grandma even, not so much mothers today, but grandma make a loaf of bread, mm -hmm. that kind, mm -hmm. you know. And so uh, it would be tough to do. And so you, the pastor unfortunately has to take time if he or she is planning a sermon about a parable he or she has to say okay how is this going to relate okay i'll read this i'll read it and then okay i'm going to have to spend five minutes telling what a samaritan is yeah you know uh, how did the so or so you know uh they don't see that they they may go to a farm or drive by a farm and not so much up here. Well, yeah, up here too, but certainly in the thumb of Michigan mm -hmm. and maybe out west in the Plains and Dakotas and Iowa, you know, you see these humongous tractors, mm -hmm. you know, putting seeds in. Well, you don't see a man out there throwing yeah. seed, you know, and, you know, the furrows are perfect practically, you know, that, you know, they may see some birds fly down and some seas up. So, mm -hmm. you know, the, the pastor, the preacher at that point has to factor in some time to explain what this is all about. Right. So, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, all of the characters have um, aspects that surround them that the culture back then would have understood, you know, who's a Samaritan, who's a Levite, who's a priest. If we stay with that, why, why use sheep? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, shepherding was a pretty big thing back in the day, uh, in Jesus's day. So we have a lot of parables about sheep. Uh, we have parables that include the, the name shepherd in it, you know, so who's the shepherd? And so there are, and Dana, you touched on it and John has, it's all about culture. And we're so far removed from G, the culture of the New Testament especially during Jesus's day, that we have to have all of these um, characters or objects explained to us so that we would understand the underlying feeling about them or the underlying information that we would need to know so that we can get the most out of the story that Jesus is telling. Mm -hmm. um, approximately um, how many parables are there and where do we find parables in the Bible? So the parables are mainly found in the synoptic gospels. Mm -hmm. That's Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And there are about 36 parables uh, in 
those three books. Matthew has 15, Mark has six, Luke has 35. And you're saying to yourself, well, let me think, 15 plus six is 21 plus 35. Well, that's a lot more than 36. Well, some of those parables are told in all of the synoptic gospels uh, or in all three of those particular gospels. And so there, there are about 36 gospels, I'm sorry, 36 parables. Now, John, there are parables throughout the Bible, mm -hmm. but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the parables that uh, Jesus spoke. But see, the, the parable was a way that the listener would hear it and be, un, to me, be unaware, oh, there's a worm on the hook. Oh, the hook catches them. And to me, the best parable in the Old Testament is when Samuel tells the story to David about the king who wanted to have a lamb dinner and the farmer had two lambs. And instead of the king using his own lamb, he went to the farmer's house and took the best kid that he had. And then David gets upset with that. And then finally Samuel, you know, what, what am I going to do? How did this happen? And eventually Samuel in a profound sense of courage says, you are the man because David has done that with Uriah and Bathsheba. And so the parable wasn't unheard of, but yes, Jesus uh, sharpens it and fine tunes it uh, to a greater degree than any of the other Old Testament writers. Oh, well, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I didn't really realize how many parables there were in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So like that's makes me understand it even more when you say that Jesus mm -hmm. refers to the Old Testament and then sharpens it up by mm -hmm. more use of parables. Mm -hmm. So right. okay. And a parable again is just a story mm -hmm. with a moral point or truth. Okay. All right. Well, um, is there anything else you want us to know overall about parables? And then our next podcast, we'll start delving into um, particular parables. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a, a question that you kind of asked, and I don't remember if you asked it just recently or if it's just in our notes, but were parables easy to understand? And the answer is, even in Jesus's day, Jesus had to explain the parable to the disciples at times. They just didn't understand what Jesus was talking about. Mm -hmm. Like the four soils, uh, there were four different soils that seed was cast into, and there were four different uh, environments around each of those seeds. And Jesus is then asked afterwards when the disciples are with him alone, Jesus, what were you talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And so Jesus then explains the parable of the soils to the disciples, which fortunately for us today, it's written down or included in the Gospels. So we understand that there were times when the disciples themselves, when Jesus told a parable, they waited till everyone else was gone. Maybe they didn't want to look foolish uh, and then said, Master, what was that about? And then Jesus would Sometimes you would say, you know, you guys are thick-headed or something of that nature. Not quite those words. But then would explain the parable, which, of course, 
you know, 2,000 years later, we're still going, Jesus explained the parables. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a great, um, anything else you want to add? I think that's a great stopping point. So let's end up um, our podcast with that. And um, just a reminder, um, we are all located at the First United Methodist Church of Gaylord, and we are um, on 215 South Center. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to call us at 989-732-5380. Um, we have a traditional service at 9 a.m. and a contemporary at 1045 a.m. And um, we also live uh, have live broadcasts on Facebook and YouTube. And we are on the radio as well. So we hope that you join us. Um, thanks, everybody. Mm -hmm.